0: That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. The so Zencaster shows you when somebody's in the green room, which is usually like when they clicked on the link and they're waiting to start. Mm-hmm. And it showed that you were in the green room for quite some time. And I said, it's so weird because Kendrick is in the green room, but he's not been let in yet. And... And he said, What did you say? I said, What'd you expect? He loves Hannah. He probably didn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all of the problems of the world are now going to be pinned on you. I know, you all because of Hannah.
1: I know, I know. I'm ready uh, for it. When I found it, because I didn't know, I was like, Okay, I wonder if we're just doing Marriage to Medicine. I was like, Oh, crap. They probably want to talk Summer House too. I'm going to have to defend myself. <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> you're going to I be was put well on aware. The stand. I'm like, oh god, okay. <laughs>
0: so, guys, if you're listening, you obviously know this voice. You okay? Forget <laughs> the voice. You know this laugh. Okay, it is Kendrick from Me and You, the Housewives and
1: Marvel 2 podcast.
0: We're so excited to have you. You got it right.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) You know how often I do podcasts and how often people get it wrong? Like, you're the first to get it right. (laughs) Well,
0: well, honey, I'm a Virgo, so I went and I wrote it down. Me, you, and Beyonce. Me, you, and (laughs) Beyonce. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Wait, when's your birthday?
1: September 5th, one day after hers. Oh. Mm I'm August twenty eighth, so okay, okay, basically Close the enough. same. We're, we're like
0: the same week,
1: right? You you, you celebrate less. for Labor Day too. It's okay. We're all we're yes, all right there. yes, all exactly. You know, Kendrick.
0: The first thing we always like to ask our guests is who their problematic favorite is, and we like to ask this question right away so that we know uh, whether to choose violence <laughs> right. during the remainder of the podcast. I'm gonna so
1: g- yeah, I'm gonna give you two because I don't know if I want violence chosen on me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, my my like all time original fave so I don't know if they're problematic but like the way the other cast members make it seem she's problematic but my favorite person like ever in history on Bravo is Mariah Hook like I, I've <laughs> always loved Mariah <laughs> Hook like nothing will t- like me and you are never like p- I, I, I'm Mariah Hook down that's my girl <laughs> from start <laughs> to finish I love Mariah Hook
0: I love that <laughs> I love that
1: I feel like, oh, but it's so embarrassing because I feel like I'm feel like i starting to love Heavenly. And I know, like, you know, Heavenly's hilarious, but, like, I, she's always been that person, like, in real life. You're like, okay, I know we can't be friends in real life, but you're fun to watch on TV. So I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll let you yeah. have that.
0: You know, with Heavenly, how much of it do you think is played up for the show? I hope a
1: lot. <laughs> I
0: hope a lot. I think Heavenly is
2: now this this season she is playing it up a little bit she's mm-hmm. playing so you can see that she shifts between uh heavenly at home heavenly talking about black lives matter heavenly mm-hmm. helping somebody and then all of a sudden it's diva heavenly coming through or devil heavenly-esque to right. <laughs> so I,
1: they
2: are yeah so that i think heavenly is playing it i think it's it's the same thing as all the other um, uh, housewives and shows right they have their own youtube uh, channel and they're mm-hmm. interacting with their own fans and now have they're y'all like watched her producing themselves
1: youtube channel yeah. like when she does those? oh yeah oh my god one of my followers like hit me to her youtube mm-hmm. when they were like okay mm-hmm. you love this show like you have to be watching her talk about the episodes i'm like oh god like i don't know if i can do an hour of heavenly and watch to medicine too but when i watched i was like okay i'm to yeah. this every single week this is the funniest <laughs> exactly. thing i've ever especially, watched in my life
2: <laughs> especially the, uh, there's one where she goes on a long walk And she's talking and she's breathing heavy and she's talking and she's like, she keeps talking to Jesus throughout that walk. It is sublime. It's like, you know, instead of going to church, you should just watch that. I know. It's everything I need.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Everything I need. She's
2: awesome. She's awesome.
1: Mariah and Heavenly out there. I feel like it's okay to like them though. They're not problematic in a, you know, a social sense, just in a, you know, cause a lot of shit on the show sense <laughs> but my you know i think you all know my problematic fave right now not necessarily because i agree with everything. really I, it's with okay
2: me. it's one thing to say you like her <laughs> but favorite really okay now well, about just, saying, let's, i just spit out my water
1: let's <laughs> let him tell him let's let him tell them, the oh, listeners see, i'm getting <laughs> beat up already okay my <laughs> okay I'm going my, to take another sip. I know my <laughs> <laughs> she's okay. I don't just like love her, but I appreciate in a season of all covid shows that are horrible, I appreciate her being the worst person on the planet so that we get a great show and that person is Hannah Burner on Summerhouse yes it is true, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is true. i'm re- i know i'm ready for it all i'm ready for okay. the the victory you qualified
2: it train. no you qualified it with saying that this is in in the in the days of the pandemic when there's mm-hmm. real there's a real villain out you yeah. know and there's real shit happening you appreciate her bringing her nonsense.
1: Yes. For drama. Because not enough of these other shows brought enough nonsense and I've been a little bored. Yeah. <laughs> so my my saving graces have been the people that we're talking about today. Both of those shows have been just lights in a very dark world. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, I think that's a great segue into talking about Summerhouse today. We're going to talk about the first part of the Summerhouse reunion. And I think that what you bring up is an interesting point because I do believe she's obviously producing herself. It's very yes. obvious. But here's my issue with Hannah mm-hmm. Hannah is producing herself to be a villain, but Hannah is not a good villain. It, she's a great villain Ooh. in that we now have a great season of Summerhouse, mm-hmm. but you can't. Say, oh, I'm the reason why the show is so good. I'm the villain. Everybody loves to hate me, blah, 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 mm. and laugh about it. But then also cry about it and also say that you're being attacked and also say, why are you guys villainizing me? Like, you can't be That's both. True.
1: You that's know? true. And you know what? That's why I appreciate, God, as much as I go back and forth with her too, that's why I appreciate people like Kenya Moore because <laughs> even though she's so horrible sometimes, she always stands in her horribleness. Yes. <laughs> like, you're not going to be able to shake her from her. She Instead, like, you'll tell her why what she did was absolutely horrible. And she'll be like, you know what? I probably could have done that differently. But do you remember eight years ago when you did this? And mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And it's like, okay, so you don't, you don't really care, but that's all right. So I, <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I wish... Of in it a little more, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. We're a, we're, a, we're a house that I wouldn't say we
1: love Kenya more,
0: we're a house that appreciates Kenya more for who she yeah, is, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. She was
1: one of the few people on that all star cast that I said, Okay, you belong there, right? That okay, makes sense to me. Ha- okay,
0: let's just touch on it real quick because it's basically <laughs> everybody's Instagram is just that goddamn video of yes. Ramona, doing, oh, Ramona doing Lord this. knows what. But uh, on the topic of Kenya in that video, and if you don't know what we're talking about. About, you shouldn't be listening to a podcast about Bravo, but it's a right. TikTok that Melissa Gorga posted from the All Stars vacation. Kenya at the end pushing the Countess out of the way <laughs> to put her insane body. Yes. Right into the camera, mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, Kenya boy, mm-hmm. okay I Kenya." Yeah. I loved it
2: so yeah. much. I loved it. And then, and then the Countess tried to come back into frame, and then Kyle, <laughs> Kyle on the oh Kyle behind, still doing her
0: cartwheels. I was like. <laughs> There was a manic energy. Yes.
2: It's like they're all hopped up on something. Yeah, yeah. What is it doing?
0: It's hilarious. And the other thing about that video is that at the end, Melissa Gorga jumps up and down and celebrates, which tells me that this is not their first time making this video. It seems like they've been trying to make this video for like, at least, Melissa's been trying to get these old bitches together for like at least 45 (laughs) minutes, you know?
1: Yeah. And then they
0: finally stuck the landing. But like, did they stick the landing? I don't no, know. And maybe that was
2: like, this was the only time that Ramona actually moved and her hips moved a little bit because yeah. she is like so stiff. She probably oh discovered
1: a few new muscles. This is like the prime example of when like, you know how you take like a group picture on your phone uh-huh. and then you're like, oh, I look great in that picture. And then you like post it somewhere and everyone else is like, uh, can you get approval next time before you post pictures of everybody?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah.
1: what that felt. Like a Ramona remark- <laughs> probably looked at that and was like, Oh, God, <laughs> best God, she can do. He-
0: because we've seen videos. I mean, we've seen Instagrams and stuff of Ramona dancing. And she's not mm. horrific. This right. one was, I was like, what's happening? Did she, like, <laughs> blow her hip out during the pandemic? Like, why is she
1: moving in such an,
0: a strange why? way? It's also, weird. I didn't know Cynthia couldn't dance. Oh, I didn't know that either.
1: Well, she's shown us twerk on the show a few times, and it's been a little suspect, so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> a twerk is something else, but she could do the basic moves. Like, melissa had better moves than cynthia which was kind of weird for me it was but the best part was i think (laughs) Teresa posted it and then sonia Mm -hmm. commented on it and said hey where are you queen i don't see you in the video and then (laughs) like two seconds later two seconds later sonia posts again sonia says oh is that you in all macrame i'm sorry i was so focused on
0: ramona (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh everyone's favorite is Ramona in that but my favorite is 100% Teresa who literally scurries <laughs> out and like I can't tell anymore if it's just that her lips have gotten so big or if she's just cringing or a combination of both but she definitely is like my fucking sister-in-law is making me do this bullshit and I have to do it because right. everybody else is doing
1: it <laughs> right like I don't want to be the, the the sour grape in a bunch let me go ahead and do this and get the hell out of the way yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I will mm. say that's it. Like, I know that they're done vacationing, but I would really, I don't want to see any more footage. Mm-hmm. I don't. Thank you... you.
1: It's <sighs> all spoiled. Like, I've been, this whole time, like, the first day they got there, there was so much coming out of, like, oh my God, breaking, they're doing this. And I was like, okay, I'm not interested anymore. Mm-hmm. Now that they've said we're going to put it on Peacock, I'm like, okay. So it's, it's not that serious. Okay, I guess I can okay. watch it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. God, Peacock. Oh. oh, fuck, fuck Peacock. Okay. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. What God. if they do something insane on Bravo where they're like, Winterhouse is gonna be on Peacock? I oh, would God. set 30 Rock on fire.
1: <laughs> it's like you're lucky Xfinity is giving me this for free. Otherwise I'd have a big problem. <laughs>
0: I don't you're get, like it you're oh. get
1: it for free. You
0: get
2: it for free. hmm
1: We have expanded I give you like uh, the I got files. For free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, let's pivot back to Summer House now. Okay. Oh, so Summer. the Summer House reunion. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's what, that's what we're on today. We're in talk about Summer House and Marriage Madison. Okay. This is a reunion. I think the big takeaway from this reunion for me was that, you know, like we said earlier, I don't think that Hannah is a good villain. But I think that the reason why Hannah is frustrating me this entire first half is that, to me, it has felt like she's not taking any accountability for anything mm-hmm. she's doing. Mm-hmm. And, that's you know, true. I like Summer House because it's a show about people who have a life outside of the show and i think that's why summer house has always worked Mm -hmm. the reason why hannah is frustrating me on this reunion is that hannah is trying to act like she's somebody who has a life outside of the show when the show is very much what her whole life is Mm -hmm. about and she's feuding with people who do have a life outside of the show and really take being on the show and having these friendships quite seriously mm-hmm. in in an emotional way and not a financial way. Mm-hmm. And I think that when Hannah gets on the stage and she does things and she produces and then she doesn't take any accountability for the shit stirring that she's doing, people are like, either shit or get off the pot. Either you're not our friend and you're just doing this to stir shit up on TV, or you are our friend and you need to be a human being and recognize that the shit that you're saying on podcasts and then forgetting conveniently is not nice. Okay, no. Kendrick. So this is the most, <laughs> the best
2: analysis of Hannah ever. What mm-hmm. she just said is that Hannah is in the wrong show. She thinks she's in a show where like a Vanderpump where she can stir shit and oh. just do drama. She will be rewarded for it and everybody else understands it too. But that's not how this show works. This the, uh, the difference between Vanderpump Rules and Summer House is Summer House was they were truly already friends and they were already going to the Hamptons for the summer and this Mm -hmm. is what they did otherwise too the older ones in the group they would probably do that regardless of whether there was a show or not they would still do that even today they would go and hang out with each other and their friendships mean a lot more to them than it does to hannah and so this is the most succinct and beautiful analysis of why (laughs) hannah is messed up (laughs) so now can look at you and say okay Uh defend that Like, why is Henna? Okay,
1: <laughs> I'm ready. So let me do, let me break the fourth wall first, and then I'll get into the context <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I'm one of those people I genuinely feel when this all was about to start I feel like Bravo probably told her like okay y'all are going into this house and you're getting an extra Bravo check at this point <laughs> I need you to act like you're getting a new Bravo check mm. I don't know if they had started filming chat room at that point or they were going to because I know it was in production yeah. for a while before they actually did it I genuinely feel like they were like okay you know these people are probably going to be working most of the day because they do have real jobs you know outside of the show I feel like like they were like, okay, you're our go-to. Turn all the way up. We need a good season. And I feel like from the moment she stepped in the house, she already won. I, I do. I think that Hannah and Luke stuff, I don't think all of that was genuine. I think she had a plan definitely coming into the house. But I think she had that plan because she was like, okay, what can I do to get this buzz going to make sure that I'm still chat room worthy and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So I think there was a lot of, you're absolutely right. She's one of the biggest self-producers on Bravo. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think that's obvious to probably most people that watch the show. 100%, I feel you on that. But also, <laughs> let me just say, <laughs> I feel like everyone is cutting the rest of the cast way too much slack. Like, for the first time ever, Kyle has had a good season, and we're all treating him like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, is that the one that was. If Jesus
2: peed on all around
1: the yard. <laughs> <earth>, exactly. <yes. laughs> From what the Bible said, Jesus has a much bigger bladder than that. So I think he's good. That. I, think, I think we're okay on that point. I don't know. I just feel like, okay. Do you remember like a couple of weeks ago? I remember like going through like, cause I follow all you know for the account. I follow everybody on the show Mm -hmm. on social media, and I kept thinking I was like, it's so weird that like after this fight had aired, like this, I know after the fight was about to air, Kyle, Carl, and Luke like made an aggressive point to like show us that they were all hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like, no, we're oh my god, best Mm -hmm. friends. No, don't don't care about the show. All and it was like it was a lot, and I was like, wow, they're going. I don't think the fans would have judged like for a bad moment, like they're like, okay, you made up, that's great, you know. But I feel like they were going super hard at the time now I feel like they were doing that because I think that everyone kind of knew like okay we're going to get Hannah at this reunion I don't know if they thought she was going to take accountability or if she wasn't going to take accountability but I think everyone going in had to make sure that they were all friends and all on the same mm-hmm. accord so that they can all take down the common enemy and so I just feel like when I'm watching I'm like oh I see through Hannah and I see through everything else that's going on on the show and I'm just like oh. and so I feel like you know I feel like everyone's like you know, kind of spitting the the venom that way, but I'm like, no, spit some over yeah. there too. It's, it's 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 worthy. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> I just feel like it's enough venom to go
2: yeah. around. I get that. I get that. But Hannah's
1: horrible. I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: But I get that and I think one of the things that I have been talking to on our podcast I've been mentioning is that I think the producers told Hannah, keep that Luke storyline going and then uh-huh. you can drop him. Uh-huh. They told Luke, hey, here's Sierra who wa- we want to bring her on the show for diversity <laughs> and mm-hmm. she's going to come through. Mm-hmm. But you have a relationship with her so pretend that you were off and together in a house and then mm-hmm. come over so that gets ri- Hannah riled up and yep. I think that's what Luke came in. Luke came in thinking he was gonna be paired with Sierra and that's why he kept calling her calling her at 9 o'clock trying to talk to her because when he came into the house his job was to have a relationship with Sierra and Sierra mm-hmm. just cut him off and that's why he was like I'm only trying to do my job here. You right. and I are supposed to interact. I am not friends with the core group in there. Hannah was supposed to be my in but Hannah Mm -hmm. is not friendly with me now and now you are supposed to film with me because I have otherwise all I'm doing is chopping wood and (laughs) banging on metals right Right. so he's like I don't have a storyline so I need you to talk to me Mm -hmm. so that's why he was going for Sierra and Sierra was like cutting him off because Sierra already had made sure that she hooked on to Hannah first of all as a friend and second she was friendly with the producer on the show so she knew she was going to be okay so she didn't care about Luke's Mm -hmm. storyline so she dropped him and that's why when he goes out in mm-hmm. the fight he goes and brings back the producers yeah, and he's right. like you i need you guys to come with me you need to tell him like i'm not the one being trying to hook up with sierra after nine and doing all this for no reason you guys told me to yeah. do that. that's what mm-hmm. he that's why he comes in with a very mild i don't <laughs> like you <runny." laughs>
1: It was the most staccato, pointed, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't
1: like you. I loved it. Oh, it my reminded
2: God. reminded me of my kid. Yes. <laughs> it was like, that's how my kid, I don't like
1: you. <laughs> Can I just say, yeah. that is Perfect because that's why like this show in Potomac, for instance, mm. and uh, mm. Salt Lake City. Okay, wait, you just said you, Potomac. You just yeah, I got like
0: I got like full body <laughs> goosebumps. I got like butterflies in my stomach. Just like Potomac. Mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: yes. I know. It's just a <laughs> By warm, the way, it's a warm uh, hug in
0: winter time. It's at yeah. <laughs> uh, the granddad's
1: birthday today. Oh. That's oh. Right. Oh my happy God. birthday, Karen. Oh my I know God. you're listening happy to us.
2: It's, it's my daughter's birthday,
0: too. Oh, so happy birthday, God. Maya. Happy birthday, Karen. <laughs> I know. A grand a dom. It, would it be like a grand dom and a tall dom? Because it's like, it's like Starbucks sizes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: a short dom. So I was going to say, everything that you just said about, uh what was it? About, cool. Yeah, about all that whole thing about those two shows, for instance. It just goes to show you, like, he's said he didn't have anyone in the house, but even still, he made a splash this season. Mm-hmm. Those two shows, oh no, three, because I said Salt Lake City too. Yeah. Those three in comparison to like Atlanta right now and some of the other ones, it goes to show you what, and I hate to say this because it sounds bad, but it goes to show you like what overstaying your welcome kind of looks like. Yes. Because some of these people are so fresh and like so like new to reality TV and they're like just getting the hang of it and stuff. But when you've been doing it for like 12 plus years, some of these people's like storylines, I'm so. Bored board with but it's like is it because you've been on for so long or is it just because like you've gotten so used to it you're so used to collecting a check and you're always going to be there and you know you have security so you don't really have to not perform but you know you you don't really have to i don't know come you don't have to show up to work yes and that's what i feel like a lot of the shows especially you couldn't hide it during covid yes and that's what we're seeing a lot of these shows really struggled because they're used to like being able to go on trips and argue about rooms and do and all this kind of stuff but you know if you're only going down the street to South Carolina then I mean it ain't, it ain't too much to argue <laughs> about I don't know but I just it, it goes to show you like some of these shows could really use a refresh and some mm-hmm. of these like fresher cast like you know one season two season four or five seasons in they're bringing it and it's a reason why
0: mm-hmm. I agree and I, they even mentioned it on the reunion as they said the fact of the matter is we are a house of friends and this. This is mm-hmm. why this works. So either you are our friend or you're not our friend. And I think that's mm-hmm. the issue that everybody has with Hannah is that Hannah wants to be in the house. It's like the same thing as she did with Kyle and Amanda's relationship and wedding. Oh, you're not my friend. But then also, I'm sad that you uninvited me to your wedding. Oh, you're not my friend, but I'm sad that you didn't ask me to be a bridesmaid. You can't have it all. Yes. That's like, again, I, I hate
2: to bring my favorite um, Bethany's quote yes. over and over right. again. You cannot be smart and stupid at the same time. In this whole episode, with the reunion was beautiful. I just wanted, to some extent, yes. I wanted them to go harder at Hannah with some of the facts because every time somebody said you were mean, she's like, but what did I really do? And they weren't able to come back and said, you said exactly this. They weren't doing that. And she was going, she knew that they wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to come back. Yes. She did so many things that they were just in general mad at her that they, will, she wouldn't, they would not come back. So every time she pretended like, but what did I actually do to you? And every Everything that she did was always justified by you were mean to me first, but she doesn't realize that you set up the situations. You stirred the pot. You brought the psychic information and talked about it. You did not pick up the trash. You did everything right. to start the situation and then you started yelling. And, and they don't push back at her and said, none of us actually really yelled at her. Right. You. you are the one who starts yelling at us first. You raise your voice first. The scene with Kyle and her, <laughs> when she says uh, starts talking about, a father and that then was Kyle says, "Why are you talking about my? Why are you comparing me with your father?" And she said, "Don't don't talk about my family." They showed that scene, and then they were talking about it, and Kyle still did not say, "Hey, you are the one that compared yeah. me to your father, not me. I did not right. make up your your family. You did. Nobody said that." Yeah. Like I felt like yeah. I had mm. all the arguments laid out. They weren't arguing right, and I was Isn't like, "I need to tell go and tell them these are the things that you." Need it was
1: mad. Call. That's why. Yeah. You know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Me and Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast have had this conversation a million times about mm-hmm. Leanne Locken. Mm-hmm. It's like like you were using Carrie Brittingham's race against her like the entire time. Mm-hmm. Carrie Brittingham is a horrible person. Horrible. Like, what Race which should be like number 87 on that list yeah. of things to bring up. And you you're bring you're talking about a chirpy and all this kind of it's like really yeah that, that's what you're coming up with everything yeah. from her being the most annoying person on the planet, her being the loudest, her constantly celebrating her 50th birthday, <laughs> all these different things. And you want to talk about race, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. only on Bravo is turning 50 somehow a personality trait. Like right. 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 But then
2: as somebody who's going to turn 50 soon, <laughs> I'm like, I feel I feel seen. I feel like, okay, there's I am not dead yet. There's there room for me to grow. How I many parties are you going to have? Oh, probably a few. So I'm a just few. Okay. You guys, you you have cu- you have a few years. I won't say okay. how many, but you have a few years. But I'll let you guys know, and you can you can plan it out. For They're me. all about so we're
1: going to plan accordingly. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Plan accordingly. Save Bold. accordingly. Because Save it's accordingly. Leaving you enough warning, but it feels like you know. I'm. I never made 30 under 30, 40 under 40.
1: Maybe I'll make 50 over 50 or something. Oh my god! I want to be on. On a Forbes list so bad. Even if it's not monetary, I'm just like, put me on. Uh, we should just like make the- a list.
0: We should just oh, make a list yeah. and just share it on Instagram. Shakers. Yeah, what? we should just make a list of movers and shakers on Instagram and just post <laughs> it. And you know, we could cut just this, get it cut this, the, uh, cut this out of the cut this <laughs> out of the podcast because we should make that. Don't put it on the
2: podcast. Someone else will. The two judgy girls will make it before <laughs> <laughs>
1: God, and they even referenced them at the reunion. I'm like, man, man I'm doing, I'm doing social media so bad. Like I y'all know. are getting mentioned everywhere. I know. Man, I know.
2: And I it was such nah. a dumb thing. And they didn't have any people of color on there. Oh, that's why
1: Carl won. Yeah. yeah. I mean right.
2: it, Carl, nobody can win if Juan and uh, Eddie Osepha are on there.
1: Hello. They were not. <laughs> yeah, and
2: yeah. we're we're big Carl heads.
0: And yeah, and I believe even like, we know
2: that Car- we know no Carl is like a one-time, one-night thing. But Eddie Osefo right? They're <laughs> no, like long-term, yeah,
1: right, yeah. And, and only came that after the beard, so yeah, right. yes. <laughs> yes.
0: yes. yeah, and making the bed. Um right. <laughs> yes. You know, going back to the point of like them not knowing how to fight, right? I agree with you. It's like it was the same thing with Leanne. You know, it's one of the things that frustrates me about Kenya sometimes is that Kenya has a great point, but she goes too hard at the wrong thing. And I definitely noticed yeah. the same thing in this. I think the only person who made great points was Danielle, and she was trying to bring up the fact that essentially mm-hmm. Hannah and she she d- didn't say it in so many words, but Hannah is weaponizing her white feministness, right? Like she's weaponizing her white woman Mm -hmm. tears. And I got to say, Hannah, some of the worst (laughs) fake crying I've ever seen on TV. I've been watching Bravo for like 20 years. And I don't know if to Mm -hmm. to call it worst fake crying or best fake crying because she was very obviously (laughs) fake crying. And she was really right. good at obviously fake crying, but she was also <laughs> you, really you just bad at it. Yeah. You went too meta. You went too meta. She is dimension the best. On top of
1: dimension. Yeah,
0: she's she's the best at fake crying badly. I would say.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know? Let's let's start that list. That's the list we need to put on. This I mean, right I, you, know, <laughs> you know,
2: I think. I think she's the worst. The best would be Rena's single tear, but yeah. I think
1: well, is, an actress. Okay. You <laughs> yeah. know Rena is my like mortal enemy, but that is one of my favorite moments ever. <laughs> like literally, if I that's my favorite gif of her just like cuz she looks at the camera first, she looks right over and then it just great. I'm like that is good, bro.
2: That's some control. Bravo. It's Bravo. not even multiple multiple streams or just glistening. Right. It's just one perfect tear coming down. Over That's
0: money
1: in plastic. Like you can't make yeah. this up
0: hey by the way kendrick i know she's your mortal enemy but she's actually my problematic favorite you know what
1: up until this past season i really yes. like loved and appreciated her I, yeah, this yeah, past yeah. season i was like and plus oh my god i can only handle like people so much on instagram like she was like yeah. she got to the point where i don't know if it was quarantine or what was happening but like it was every day like she was coming out with a, a new <laughs> dance video and i was like this is a lot to handle <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to focus on like doing this little job so I don't get fired. I'm like, and every time I look up on Instagram, you're dancing to a new song. And I'm like, okay, this, I have to unfollow you just for like my sanity for a little while. (laughs) Maybe she'll win me back over this season. Because I mean, with Erica in the hot seat, it it shouldn't be too easy to be likable this season. (laughs) And I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. All
0: right. Let's go back to Summer House and we'll wrap up that conversation (laughs) real quick on it. Another point about Hannah is Mm. that I noticed, because we've been very, Confused about why Paige is still friends with Hannah. Well, while, mm-hmm. while everybody on the stage is bringing up all these things that Hannah did, how she brought up that drug thing with Carl and everything, Paige is actually sitting there and she's nodding her head yes. She's not saying that didn't happen. (laughs) Hannah's denying it, but Paige is not denying that it happened. And then Paige literally says, and I quote, she fucked up. She did some bad things all summer, but she's not a bad person. It took me back to what happened a couple of months ago with the Giggly Squad Facebook group, which I heard was like super racist. They had to shut it down. Mm -hmm. It was quote unquote unmanageable. What I've been told, I was not part of this group, but what I've been told is it's actually out of control because the admins are Paige's best friends from like college and high school Paige already has a history of being friends with shitty humans and i guess this is just what (laughs) she's going to continue to do is just continue to be friends with shitty humans because that's the thing that frustrates me about her it's like you know that she fucked up you know the kind of shit she's doing it's like the same reason i don't like stephanie and brandy like stephanie knows that what brandy does is wrong but stephanie still does a lot of like I love you. You're great. I love you. I love you so much. And it's like Hannah and Paige, like Paige is basically doing the exact same thing to Hannah. And it makes mm-hmm. the worst kind of pe- person. Like mm-hmm. it, it actually makes them enablers, even though they're not he- bad people. But
2: this brings it to the, your original point that Paige and Hannah approach it as a job. Yes. And I was so going to say Paige is that. doing this mm-hmm. for money, whereas the rest of the group approaches it as a, a, a fun project for the Like for cameras the coming to capture to what yeah. they're
1: already doing. Yeah. You know? yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think um, Paige... Paige is just putting up with this because this is her, this is how she's getting paid. That's true. So she's thinking of it as if I don't stick up to Hannah, I lose Giggly Squad and I have to do something else instead of that. There's a revenue stream coming from that. Right. And she's no longer with with her boyfriend anymore. So she has a lifestyle to live too. So (laughs) Perry. Do y'all feel like,
1: I feel like they've, they've like given her an overly good edit this season. And I don't know if it was, so, you know, of course I'm a conspiracy theorist. I feel Mm -hmm. like they've, like, I don't know if the stuff with the Giggly Squad played into it and, like, she's on that show, but I feel like they've almost made it to where, like, they slipped her into that Sonia Morgan category where, like, she'll get into it if she needs to, but she's the person that just kind of like, hey, I'm comic relief, here I go, here I go. And so, like, her little, like, interviews or confessionals or whatever you want to call it, the talking heads, they, uh, like, she'll just come in, like, every time something happens, she's like, yeah, and, you know, I just, I slept through that, I didn't give a damn, or something like that, and then... Yeah. goes on about her day and it's like you used to be in it a lot yeah. more than this i wonder why and so i'm i always think about like i wonder if they cut scenes or are they trying to do this or did she just not contribute i think she much. slept with a whole
0: i think she slept a
1: lot maybe yeah
0: <laughs> that's such an, a great comparison of her taking on a sonia morgan role because you know sonia yeah. arty has brought up is sonia has three types of seasons she has a sober season a pill season and a drunk season
1: yeah and
0: usually on her sober season she is very much the page character that we mm-hmm. got this season which is mm-hmm. she doesn't say anything she tries to stay out of the mix but she's hilarious in her talking heads and right. i think that's where page pages mm-hmm. but i think Page so said I don't know where it was I don't know if she said it in the reunion or what but she basically said I spoke up last year and I got yelled at so now I'm just going to be quiet because it's not mm-hmm. worth me getting into the middle mm-hmm. of this because obviously Hannah doesn't care because I believe Hannah's a narcissist so I think
2: she has developed it as part of her trauma of having been treated the way she was treated by her father this is her protective way yes is to be mm. a narcissist so she doesn't get hurt because she's always going to be hurting somebody or blaming mm-hmm. somebody else, so she doesn't ever get hurt, and that's how she doesn't take blame on. She doesn't take responsibility for anything. That's how she is.
1: It probably explains the whole stand-up comedy thing too, because like you're gonna, you know, people like when they're people like grow up with like with something like, oh, you're the uh, the overweight kid, or oh, you're this, oh, you're that. They, like, tend to use humor as a way to, like, work through mm-hmm. a lot of their own stuff. And so I wonder, like, if, like, the past was so traumatizing to her, if that's what led to a career where she gets to be, like, center stage, taking on everything, you know, taking on the, the brunt of the stuff. But, like, oh, no, I'm saying it first, so you can't laugh at it. You know, if you're laughing at it, you're laughing with me, not at me.
0: Yeah. But I don't yeah. think her trauma yeah. was that bad because she's not very funny. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, no, maybe even I,
2: the other way around maybe she was she has a narcissistic personality, and that's why she
0: thought she had
2: trauma yeah the right. I mean okay,
0: <laughs> that was a joke, so I don't want to disclaim you know, I don't want to you know mm-hmm. dismiss her trauma because obviously she did go through a yeah. lot with her dad yeah, and it's very clear that she still has trauma that she's not worked through at all right she's yeah. not dealt with she it definitely at definitely all needs help she's been and, projecting yeah. it on everybody around her she's not well enough to understand what's going on. And I think the core of the issue is I don't think Hannah knows who she wants to be. Hannah doesn't know mm, who she is. Yeah, I think that Hannah is still trying to figure out where she wants to fit in. And uh-huh. it was like, you know, she came on the show and she was all about the show. Then she did stand-up comedy. She was all about stand-up comedy. She we, she gets into Luke and she's all about Luke. And I think once she got the chat room, she's like, fuck Summer House. Yeah. I'm not really going to be a part of Summer House anymore. I got my fiance and I've got a show now. I've got a separate show on Bravo. And speaking of chat room, after the show aired... I guess there was an episode and I've not watched the whole thing. Cause who the fuck is watching that show? But <laughs> Hannah claimed Portia asked her some question about why Danielle was coming at her or why, you know, Andy said, Danielle is giving you constructive criticism, But do you feel like Danielle was coming at you? And Hannah said, quote, unquote, between you and me, I've never said anything before. But Danielle and I used to be great friends. And then she tried to sleep with Luke. And I never said anything about it. And it cracked me up because what do you mean between you and me, bitch? You're on a nationally televised (laughs) show saying this. Secondly... I've never said said that. I've never said anything. (laughs) The very first fight they got into was that Lindsay was trying to set Luke and Danielle up, and Danielle and Luke kissed. So what do you mean that you never said anything? Hannah doesn't know who she wants to be, and she's actually not good at keeping track of her, like her shit. And this is why Mm. it's all kind of falling apart on her. She's producing. She's not a good producer. She's trying to be funny. She's not a good comedian. She's a podcaster, I guess, but she keeps saying problematic shit on it. It's like, as much as I think Bravo will want to have her on the show, it will not work on Summer House if she's not friends with these people. They're not going to put up with her shit. They're just going to ignore her.
2: So, having said that, the change.org
0: petition. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. No. There's a petition? It has reached
2: (laughs) 1,281. They wanted to get to 50. 1,281 people have signed up and you have to give them reasons why you want her off. And the group that put that on is called the Real Stoned Housewife. And that in itself, I find problematic. Like, why are you stoning the housewives, or no. are you stoned? <laughs> I don't know which way to read that, right? We I don't know.
1: Explanation. We need, to dive we need into more this.
2: explanation. And it says, Please share your name and address with the real house stoned house. I'm like, I'm not giving you, I don't right. know who you are. Anonymous, I'm not doing it. I that. would sign the petition. I think Hannah should take a break and wash her hair, mm-hmm. but that's what I want
1: her to do, yeah. But that,
2: but I'm not gonna give some rando on change.org my email and phone Can number. I
1: say too, by the way, just so y'all know, chat room is one of my problematic fave shows because... No, has, um, you I know. Are I, know I know. Oh, y'all God. know I'm, I'm that oh. person. I'm so terrible. But you know what? <laughs> I watch
2: it and I find, I once in a while I let it on because after a show finishes, I have to let the dogs out, and clean up the kitchen. So you're so contributing to on. the waiting. Yeah. Yes, I probably am. I should turn it off. But when I'm doing that, I always find it funny to watch Giselle in her big. I was about to say that's why. Yes, <laughs> Giselle is ridiculous in that show, and I just love to watch her. and I laugh at her because I'm not. I'm not listening to anything they're talking about, right. but I do watch Giselle take it so seriously, and she sits upright like that. And she has the thing. <laughs> no, she's like, really so handsy funny. too. She does
1: the hands when she talks. <laughs> yeah, about. she does this. They're my. Like, I love Giselle. I, okay, <laughs> thank you. I was about to say, you know, like I, I get. So much crap because the green eye bandits are like my some of my favorite people on Bravo and Lit-grace. people like. People like, sto- I'm the real stoned housewife because, like, people stone me in the street <laughs> all the time whenever I say that. Like, they're like, You like the green eye? I'm like, Yes, they contribute to one yeah. of the best shows on Bravo. Like, what's not the lie? Even Ashley, who was like the biggest, like, shit starter on Bravo, I'm like, I see your value. I love you on the show. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm that person.
2: Giselle was on Married to Medicine for like 20 seconds mm-hmm. and she still started the pot. Yes. Robin did what she always did, which was to sit there look pretty and eat right. yeah
1: right. robin was there by the way i don't know if y'all saw but lisa nicole like put out a whole post about this too like apparently oh like giselle like rattled her so much in that moment she was like well now she, she put like a black and white picture of her and darren like laying somewhere and it's like <laughs> you way, giselle my love i'm like oh my goodness what is happening right now
0: <laughs> oh my god they're like fucking you
1: looking at <laughs> it up
0: yes. yeah it's oh. very intense oh, love isn't like- always perfect <laughs> it isn't a fairy tale or a storybook shut up lisa nicole oh my Run. god this Run is like a, this is like a facebook forward that like you're like 62 year old <laughs> like you know weirdo neighbor across the street posts up and it's right. like oh my god share if you believe in love like one of right. those you know there's so is, much he
1: is He's drinking her blood there. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a vampire. It's like, don't compare your love to a fairy tale. Like, the the way that man, the the stuff he's put you through over the years, that is the farthest thing.
2: This is like, first you post a picture of Darren being a vampire. (laughs) And then two, two poems about love. Two (laughs) different write-ups. With two different fonts. It's in two different fonts, too. This is so wrong. It's, about it. so it's such a boomer
0: post. It is the boomerest like, post ever. Just, oh, my God. It's so
1: funny. It's
2: like it's too I long. That. I cannot read this damn thing. It's too but long, th- too long. That shows different- you.
1: Want. Like how yeah. good Giselle is at her job. Like you come in and rattle someone that much to where they feel like they need to address it on social media. It's like, y'all just with the lunch, it's okay.
2: So there were two poems that were in the picture, <laughs> whatever that's called. And then she writes a whole Oh, ass- yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: the caption is also long. Caption. Yeah, it's a lot. It cracked line. me up because she tagged a bunch of people in here, right? <laughs> She tagged Dr. Giselle, Contessa. obviously. Doctor Contessa, Jackie, Simone, Toya, and Robin. Fine.
1: But why are you tagging
0: Karen, Karen and Monique?
1: See, it's a lot going on.
0: Yeah, that's stirring
2: the pot. Yeah. And she still doesn't know that Monique is no longer on the show. that's, right. that's N- No, you know I, yeah. This is for her, her binder. Right. Monique's binder. She probably
1: did that because she knows Karen Huger is not going to miss a chance to jab at <laughs> Giselle Bryant. <laughs> she's fully true. expecting Karen to get in those comments like, well, you know Giselle is as tacky as her clothes and, you know, like <laughs> she's going to do something like super snarky that we all like crack up at. <laughs> Talking
0: about Giselle, bad fashions, and obviously this dinner is a great segue into Mary to Medicine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so the ladies on Mary to Medicine this week, they continue their time in D.C. The ladies from Potomac come and visit them. Pastor Holy Whore makes a visit on the show. We'll talk about that. And then the ladies go back to Atlanta. And my favorite lady on Married to Medicine rolls through Quadria. Is it Quadria? or Quadria?
1: I always say Quadria, Quadria. but I don't know if that's right either. Who knows? Quad. (laughs) Okay, Miss Quad. Miss Quad
0: is here. She got it. She got it. Okay? And she's back. So at this dinner with the ladies from Potomac, we learned that, wait, this cracked me up because you talked about Giselle's bad fashion. We, ta- we learned that Toya met Giselle at Kenya Moore's baby shower and they show a picture of them at this baby shower. And my first note was, what the hell was the dress code at Kenya's <laughs> baby shower? It was like
1: Toya fairies is or wearing. something. I don't
0: know what was yeah. going on. Okay, ter- Toya looks like she's in some sort of Disney princess Cinderella meets like Renaissance fair cosplay. <laughs> Giselle is in not that kind of an outfit, but an equally <laughs> horrific outfit of her own. Yes. But you know, Giselle
2: probably didn't get, so Toya probably got and misunderstood the dress code, but Giselle probably never even looked at it. Right. picked what she thought was
1: <laughs> there was probably good. a dress she already owned in her closet somewhere.
2: <laughs> Right, but also what she thought was super fashionable. Right,
1: she's like, "Oh my God, they're going to think I'm Belle." And like the, the she like she looked at, she
2: looked at perfectly good clothes and said, "Would Monique and Karen wear it? Yes. So I won't wear it. I'll wear the other thing. Yes,
1: <laughs> I'll wear the plastic." Oh my God, that's one of my favorite things about Potomac. As much as I love Giselle, I just love everyone like being fully aware of like how much she can't dress. Like I just love that. It feels the best. so like it feels like there's Like directly to the audience, even when they're not, they're just like, What the fuck does she have on today? I just love it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like these these like understood truths that we see in Potomac. I can't believe we're talking so much about Potomac because it's just so good. But (laughs) it's like it's like there there's truths that everybody knows in New York, and which is why it always works. It's it's never yeah, it's self-evident truths. It's like in Potomac, it's like everyone knows that Karen can't keep track of her lies. Everybody knows that. Ashley's husband is an absolute creep. Yeah. Everybody knows that Giselle can't dress. Everybody knows that like... Knows Juan and uh, Juan and Robin probably wouldn't get married. <laughs> yeah. The, everybody knows Juan and Robin are definitely not getting married. Everybody knows that Candace is like an overdramatic crier. Like right. everybody knows She's stars, and I think that, Yeah. And I think this is why Monique essentially, besides like the hitting and stuff, why Monique eventually didn't work out with the group because I think Monique was above these... She did didn't want to admit any of these like shady truths about herself.
1: Yeah, she didn't mm-hmm. want
0: to do that. She yeah, didn't want anybody to make fun of her. Like even Wendy, we all already know that Wendy is going to bring up her degrees. Like, right. and it, yeah. it's an understood sort of this like joke. And that's why like it cracks me up. That's why Potomac works. That's also why New York works because it's like everyone knows that mm-hmm. they're all crazy in their own way. And mm-hmm. their own, they're crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, we've yeah. gotten to that point where so they all good.
1: will like just admit it because like you years ago you could not get Luann De Seps to admit. Anything remotely bad about herself, but now she's you yeah, know I did yeah. you know girls like to have fun you know what can I say you know I, I do this <laughs> and that it's like okay new new Luann okay still slightly yeah. terrible but I love it okay Lulu. <laughs> yeah yeah I yeah. love that all the scared. reinventions that go on on Bravo still evolve you into a just a slightly less terrible person like not a good person <laughs> but just. Just slightly less terrible <laughs> than you were a year ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, like terrible, but like slightly tolerable, right. I would <laughs> say. Yes. Yes. you know. Exactly. It's like the no, they meme.
2: become <laughs> to the point where you watch them a couple of seasons and they become like family members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are like, I know you are the crazy uncle, you're the crazy aunt, but you families, as long as I don't have to see you all day, every day, I'll tolerate you on, uh, you know, holidays and I will... I will remember. Because there's going to be some interesting stories that I can tell after mm-hmm.
0: that. Yeah. And that's also why, again, this is why the Mary to Medicine cast works. Because it's like everybody knows that Toya is crazy in her own way. Mm-hmm. Everybody but- knows. Yeah. And this is what drives... <laughs> Yeah, and this is what drives me crazy about Contessa. This is where Contessa loses yes. me. Contessa mm. is unwilling to admit that she has problems and that she and, and that we can make fun of it. You know what I mean?
1: What was it she said? She, she said something the last episode. I think it was like... Uh, oh, it was... Uh, they were talking about something right there. She's like, you know, I, I'm just not that person. I don't hold grudges. And I was like... Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, what? wait a minute. What? Like, Contessa, I'm... I've never had anything against you, but let's call a spade a spade. Like, you you can hold a grudge, like, from New York to California. You will hold a grudge. I've never... That's a stretch, okay? I don't... Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, (laughs) this is
2: the third year we are still listening to what the grudges that she holds with Scott. Right. (laughs) There's
0: newer grudges
2: to hold, but she's still talking about stuff that he did before.
0: And by the way, she doesn't even know what grudge to hold against Scott anymore, because she's not holding... Holding it for she's the working just- or not working or the school or not school now she's saying i don't know maybe my husband cheats on me excuse right, me it's like, Wait, what? right there, and then she's <laughs> sitting she's
2: sitting at a table where half of those women have had husbands cheat right. on them, and they had have had that real stuff happen to them and she's like well maybe it's happening to me too <laughs> i'm like you want it to happen right. to you nobody has told you it's happening no blogger has picked up right. on it no one is writing
1: about it so you just gonna create it yourself like, you you're think just that, gonna make that up yourself You think that's happening to you she's like well i mean it could be like w- wait what <laughs> <laughs> what it could be happening to anyone what do you mean is he cheating on you yeah. what's happening I yeah God. and uh-huh.
0: i did appreciate in that moment toya did give Contessa, great advice to mm. say maybe things are just o- off with Scott because he's going through like andropause, which is mm. okay. Arthi and I are obsessed with Dr. Eugene. Arthi oh, especially is obsessed with Dr. Eugene. Oh, I, oh
2: I, want, I want him to come on.
0: I want <laughs> he's a dream him guest. to use
2: our podcast oh and God. do a PSA for andropause. I don't care. I want him to come and talk about his. I don't even eat meat, but he can talk about his grilling recipes. I don't care what he wants to talk about. Let him come on here and talk about oh my it. God. I, yeah, he's, I think he's just just an absolute absolute angel they are
1: he so so anybody who lives with
2: Victoria is <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. but what did you think so a couple of things that were funny funny things that happened at the dinner was Carrie calling daddy daddy <laughs> and then Dr. Damon daddy
1: she's a whole new Carrie and
0: I was surprised that I was surprised Heavenly took it right well. so Heavenly took a lot of it well I don't know if it was just that yeah. Heavenly knew that she was here because of, an, of, of something that Her husband Mm -hmm. organized, you know, them even being in D.C. is because of what's going on, what Damon has been doing for Georgia. Mm -hmm. So I think she was on best behavior because even when Anila called Heavenly Miss Piggy. Have you, Heavenly was kind of like, okay, that's like a legitimate go-back. Right. Like, all right. Like, it was almost I like I Heavenly respected her more. Like, I, think Anila, I think I, Anila
2: coming back at her, Heavenly felt like, oh, okay. Right. So now I understand why you're here.
0: Do y'all like Anila I, on the show? Okay, so this is the first episode where I actually really liked her. Really? I, us, yeah. I was like, so we were really excited to have her on, obviously. Mm. She's Indian. We were really excited about it. But then we kind of felt like she was a little... I wouldn't say boring, but she kind of just she was pretentious. Pretentious, right? Yeah. yeah. It was like too much about like the money and the house and all this stuff. Like I don't, I didn't find it interesting because she wasn't bringing anything that new. I liked mm-hmm. like the cultural stuff, but like it just felt kind of boring to me. But this episode, her actually trying to get in with yeah. heavenly. I cracked up because I'm like, that really is, that's interesting that she realized into the group, she realized, okay, Toya is not the one that I really need to be clinging on to here. It Mm -hmm. needs to be the rest of the group because Uh Toya really did start to be so mean to Anila. Yeah. Like, I was really confused about that and I did not appreciate it. It
1: seems like she's about to get set up for a good second (laughs) half. Yeah.
0: Toya talking to Anila about
2: financial issues was like so funny. I was like,
1: Toya. Hello, Pot. (laughs) My name is (laughs) Kettle. How are you (laughs) doing? I really but, Anila,
2: but also, I was kind of upset that Anila did not pay the makeup artist. I know. yeah. see, yeah. she walked out and she still hasn't paid them. And she's like, I'm not. I'm going to pay them. I'm going to pay them. And Toya is rightfully upset because she, they were her uh-huh. friends, right? Yeah. Her contacts. So she's like, you got to pay uh-huh. them. And that's why Toya is bringing it up. So I understand that. But Toya is bringing it up as, do you have money? Can you pay? And I wanted to tell uh, Toya. Oh, she has money. Trust us, she has money. yeah she's just not paying, and which is wrong. I don't understand why Anila is behaving that way, and it was kind of icky for me. It was was. just just pay up, and she's like, "I'll give a tip too," (laughs) and I'm like,
0: "What?" Yeah, but like, why haven't you? What are you waiting on? What check are you waiting to clear that like you need to then pay? Like, who's gonna pay? You know, it was just weird. Right? Um, Yeah. During the so when the girls were at this dinner, the boys had a boys' night in, and Jamal Damn. Bryant, aka Pastor Holy Hor, came in. What cracked me up was Jamal seemed very bored while he was there. Did he not? They were all talking, and he <laughs> kind of was just looking like, "Wait, so there's no strippers coming?" Like
1: <laughs> he was like, Wait, <laughs>
0: "Bravo show? It seemed
1: like He was like, "Wait, this is a Potomac, is it?" It's not okay. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess I'll do this little yeah. show. Then.
0: <laughs> Isn't that yeah. interesting that he never came on on camera with anybody else except for Giselle mm-hmm. on Potomac, but he did agree to do it a married to medicine. It's weird. I think
2: because they are his prospective parishioners, right? So these are all people in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. These are in his. Oh. It, it would seem odd that he was in the same town and did not hang out with them. He's you know whatever. probably puts them on a whole. Nother so, level. It, he probably. Knows them through other circles, and this is something that he wanted to. He felt okay about doing. Qua, it. I
1: know Quad on Mary, uh, not Marriage, uh, Watch What Happens Live the other night said that her and Jamal had done a few events together, so I think a lot of them have oh. like have like connections with him because they were like, Oh, I know Jamal, mm. you yeah, know, Jamal. Well, I well, let me not say connections cuz with Jamal Bryan, you don't know what the hell that is so they have yes. numbers, yeah oh I was but some relationships I don't know they they've met Jamal before all of them seem like they've met him before at some point or another so i'm guessing you know he yeah. he really is like God, I hate defending Jamal Bryan, but he, it really is like kind of a big deal in Atlanta. Like people like, yeah. you know, his church is, whoo! So like people know Jamal Bryan. So I would imagine like them being big in their own like respective circles have all kind of cross paths a lot, at least. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. So Yeah. It's kind of, sorry, side note again, but it's so weird to me that Bravo has missed like golden opportunities to have Giselle and whoever else but especially Giselle on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, but they've had him on Merit mess. And mm-hmm. It seems like you like sitting right in the middle of your two friends, Portia and Kenya would be such a great thing for like us to witness. And like, if we're going to have anybody stir the pot between Portia and Kenya, who better than yes. Giselle Bryant? Like we missed opportunities, yes. but uh, I don't know one day. I know. Just <laughs> I know. Of Bravo their list.
2: If you had to bring somebody from Atlanta to Potomac
1: to do an exchange for Giselle, who Ooh. would you bring? So Giselle comes to Atlanta and someone goes up there. Ooh, you know what? Probably. Oh, God. You know, I th- I want can't because I think Real Housewives of Atlanta kind of relies on Portia. I think Candy might do good in Potomac. I think she might gel with a lot yeah. of them a lot better. Now, I don't know how much drama she'll give, but I don't know. With Candace's mouth, she might, you know, there might be a, a button of hands right there because Candy <laughs> will tolerate a lot more. When that mouth gets smart, it's like, okay, who the hell are you talking to now? I don't, I don't know who you think you're talking to. So maybe Candy will do good. I, I, but I can see Cynthia and oh, Karen yeah. being good, like, straight little yeah, spins, yeah too, so she was at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, wedding. yeah
0: I think it would be so <laughs> interesting. Or maybe Claudia Jordan. Claudia Jordan right. should come over here. Okay. That's she would awesome. work. Mm. Claudia Jordan should be on every single franchise, okay? Justice for Claudia Hello. Jordan. <laughs> she was, like, the best out of Atlanta.
1: This should not have been a one-season wonder. No. The been. only
0: reason that was a one-season wonder is because Nini was an absolute monster yeah. to her. Yeah. But, like, yeah. she's been the only... No, she's not. Been... Everybody's trying to come... Everybody's fought with Nini, so there's been a good fight with Nini always, but... Claud- Claudia, man, she really... Was her match. Yes, was her yeah. match. she she yeah. had Nini sh- like shook in her boots. Yes, yeah. Porter
1: Reed uh, was like one of the most epic things in the history of reality <laughs> TV. So yeah, yes. bring back Claudia. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If Candy did go up to Potomac, how fun would it be if Candy was like producing Candace's music and then (laughs) you had like a second version of like, you know, Candy and Kim Zolciak. but except it's Candy and Candace.
1: There would be everything. And they went on Uh a little tour. It would Uh mean the world to me. Because you could just just imagine like (laughs) Dorothy is the one telling her, you don't need to pay her for that song. What do you mean?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And then Dorothy and Mama Joyce Mama Joyce. Oh my God. Uh, that's what okay,
1: guys. that's the opportunity that's been missed on Bravo. Get some of these moms yeah. together on this show and like let them yeah. like just have their own thing. Like that would be right. Porsche's mom, right. Mama the, Joyce. I think
2: the Bravo chat room should be the moms. That's Ooh. what I think.
1: <clears throat> I, could I think it's, it should
2: be the OLG and you know oh all the god, old ladies. Oh my god. Bertha
1: and Nora would not hold back at all. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's everything I need. Oh my was. god.
0: Okay. You- we got sidetracked oh. again. We got sidetracked again. It's fine. It's this is good. Uh, it, no, no, no. It's fine. No, I also think like if we're doing these all star vacations, we need to do like a, an all star momcation uh-huh. and just have like <gasps> Dale, Mama D. Simmons, no! Mama Joyce. Oh you don't God. even throw MJ's crazy, MJ's uh, throw, MJ from MJ's Shaz. crazy mom. Oh MJ's crazy, <laughs> Patricia.
1: <laughs> Patricia. That is a all these bitches, these old ladies. Yeah, it would be amazing. Oh oh, I would love that. Is that is a cast right there. I would do. I would. I would watch that. I'd watch that before I watched those little all stars or whatever they put together now. But just me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know Kyle would get so jealous. Jealous. She'd be like, I don't have a mom. Right. Oh. <laughs> She'll send Kathy. Right. She she no, she would send Maurizio's crazy ass mom, who's like an insane oh my MAGA God. QAnon person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Maurizio's yeah. mom is problematic. Yeah. Okay, so back to married to medicine. <laughs> all right, the Kimes household. He- Heavenly has uh, a dinner at our house. You know what I love about them is they all call each other buddy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is buddy. I it's love like It's like back in so the day much. when like men
1: would call their wife like uh, what is it? Hey, mother or whatever. It was like, oh, that's <laughs> creepy. Okay. <laughs> you mean
0: Mike Pence? Right. <laughs> Mike Pence. <laughs>
1: It's like, oh, that's that's mildly Funny. creepy, but okay. Oh,
2: I loved, I loved her just going into her son's face and just wiping it, like, like asking asking him a
0: question, and before he can answer, she's like wiping his face. I know, I loved wax it on, so wax much. off. It's like, what is happening? You know, you know. Going back to the question of, do we think that Heavenly is putting it on for the show? I do think that she's putting it on for the show, but I actually think at her core, Heavenly has to be a good mm-hmm. person because her children are lovely.
1: Yes, oh, so they're nice. so lovely. Yeah. All,
0: all of three them. of them. It cannot just be Daddy's. No.
2: I mean, I mean, he's lovely, but it cannot just. Yeah, and they. She, yeah.
1: Very Miami, too. Like, I know people, like, from Miami, like she is. She is so, like, quintessential Miami, too, that it's, like, I, while I, I think a lot of that is, like, her actual personality, but I think she, like, she so knows when to play it up and when to, like, mm-hmm. tone it down and all this kind of stuff. So I definitely think that Miami comes mm-hmm. out a lot more than she probably is. Or probably a lot more than daddy wanted to. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I I thought the conversation they were having about all of the, you know, I, this is what I love about Married to Medicine is they always find a great way to talk about real life things. On the show while putting in this, you know, bananas fight at the end with Quad and (laughs) Heavenly over a goddamn emoji and butts. So like, yeah, (laughs) so they talk at at the Kimes household. They're having this conversation and Damon talks about how when he was younger, he had a gun put in his face by a cop. And I thought Mm -hmm. the generational difference between the kids and daddy yeah. was so interesting because I think that is it's important to see that on TV because I don't think it's unique to just them this is something that you were seeing across the country which yeah. is the difference between the older generation that said just stay in line and the cops shouldn't be doing this to you it's your you know da- daddy said well it was my fault I shouldn't have I love that we just call him daddy I'm not. daddy Damon <laughs> Damon said you know I shouldn't have done that I shouldn't have gotten on their face or whatever and his kids are like but no you you knocking a yeah. stop sign over should not warrant a gun to your face right it's not the it's not equal it's not equal right. yeah. And I just I loved seeing that on TV because, uh-huh. you know, people think also that people of color are a monolith and that we all think the same way and we all approach these issues the same way. But even in a household where obviously Black Lives Matter, obviously they believe that there needs to be a criminal justice reform and all of that. Mm-hmm. There they also have differing opinions of how you are to deal with cops in these situations. And I uh-huh. I just loved it because that's the reality of what's actually happening in households of people of color or, ho- or black households. So that so scene
2: was so beautiful and heartwarming mm-hmm. and touching and educational. And then Heavenly says, Alora, help me clean up You're a
0: girl. Let's." Oh. oh my God, I know. I was like, Heavenly, you just went back.
1: Yeah, it's every time too. Uh-huh. Heavenly is that one, that's why... <laughs> Everyone like, but well, I don't I feel think like she truly believes that qualifies. she does that
2: to show up. I don't think she truly believes. Do you that a mm-hmm. woman should do all that? And I think I she think puts she does. puts
1: it on. Did you? Okay, I know y'all don't watch chat room, but did y'all see the episode where she guest <laughs> starred on there?
2: No, <laughs> I did not. She no. guest starred. Oh my
1: god yes I think it was Giselle that was out one day and so Portia and Hannah were like oh my god we have a great special guest for you guys and it was Heavenly and Heavenly's like view you know Hannah and of course Portia they're both so like you know Mm -hmm. uh you know women should do this women should be that you know we don't need a man to tell us this and that and Heavenly's just like if your man wants you to clean you gotta clean your house and all it's like okay (laughs) Heavenly like goodness it was so like the dichotomy on that show was just like it was almost uncomfortable but it was like something you had to watch like a train wreck almost it was (laughs) like the most glorious thing on Bravo it was like okay Heavenly this is
0: Kendrick, are you getting paid by the Bravo chat room? I know, No, right? like uh, by <laughs> no, Hannah. I'm a lot me. of promotion. Are you on I Hannah's channel? I watch it way
1: too much. I'm that person <laughs> that like whenever it like come whenever watch what happens live come on. I'm about to change the channel, but then like that little chat room icon pops up. I'm like oh, and then Portia always is the one that pops up. You know, Portia is my like favorite on Bravo. So like she pops up. I'm like oh hi Portia, and I like stick around for a whole thirty minutes. I'm pathetic. <laughs> oh. I know.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's it's so fine. Presenting. I just admitted earlier that Renault is my favorite. So, you know, we're all pathetic. (laughs) Um, So later on, we have uh, the ladies get together at Jackie's remodeled beautiful home beautiful gorgeous home mm-hmm. and miss quad enters the chat and we learn that quad <laughs> and heavenly have had a fight where quad <laughs> posted a picture of herself in a scantily clad bathing suit with her butt out heavenly posts an emoji and quad goes ballistic on her yeah but,
2: but okay so quad's picture was not her entire her ass oh she had she, it was covered it just was posted. no so it was like in it, but, but her- heavenly. The way heavenly was describing it to Anila in the car was like she was like Kim
1: Kardashian
2: kind of thing, or or right. more like Drew Sidora Now it wasn't that. I, I was, scroll- picture, you know, Drew? I'm
1: like, I, I, when I'm working like during the day, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna take a break. When I was scrolling and just like randomly saw her whole ass, I was like, wait, what is happening right now? I was <laughs> like, is my there God. a string
2: there? There's no string. What is she
1: right. doing? Right. <laughs> it's like, your yeah. whole ass is just on my timeline. Okay, great. All right. It's Sunday <laughs> <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> on on
2: Why not? what
0: seems like a crowded beach. Like, right. what was the front view? Taken
2: and approved by her husband, which is like, even
1: right. the <laughs> Right.
2: Yeah. So, So Quads was not like that. So I don't know why Heavenly was painting it out to be that, that she had to do this. And in Watch What Happens or whatever, she said, no, she was just giving out kisses like this, the emoji with kisses. She said kisses on one place. And then in this one, in the episode, she says, no, I was just doing this like, oh, and you know, so even Heavenly doesn't know what this means. (laughs) Heavenly has no idea what this means either. Okay. So she said something and then Quad goes, ballistic on her. The whole party started with Anila walking in and Simone asking her, hi, how come you're here? I'm like, what? what? <laughs> she started- She's part of your show. Why couldn't she be here? You should
1: know that by now. Like, what is happening?
2: Like, Simone was so surprised to see Anila there. Is, uh, uh, what's her name coming? Toya Toya coming? (laughs) Is Toya, you came without Toya? It was such a big deal that Anila was separated from Toya. And Anila looks so confused. She's like, so, yeah, I came. So what? What's wrong with me? Is is it okay that I'm
1: here? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. I loved it. Bravo's (laughs) use of animation during the. Scene was everything oh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> Heavenly explaining those emojis and them covering her face with that. I was like, oh, this but is. But they couldn't top use. Tier. They couldn't.
2: Yeah, but they couldn't. They use couldn't the find actual, actual <laughs> emojis.
1: The right. actual yeah.
2: emojis because that's copyrighted. So they had to
1: make up an emoji. Some, it was great. Some intern was in their office like drawing <laughs> up this like. <laughs> Drawing up these figures with them. I love
0: it. So my favorite part of that fight is also that they cut to Simone and she is just zoned out. She's staring into probably a centerpiece or something. They're all just like, what the hell is happening? And I loved it because this whole fight happens. And truly, I could not tell you a single word that Heavenly or Quad said. But they're yelling at each other. They're squawking. And then they get up. They meet. Up at the front of the table, <laughs> they hug each other. Heavenly gropes quads, but and then they're fine. I was right. like, I love the show. I know. It's, I it's, love the show on so, much.
1: so many levels. Like these, every single week, you literally get like them being very conscious of like what's happening in the world, not just like with COVID because they're living it every yeah. day, but with Black Lives Matter and all this stuff. And then you get like a groping ass cheeks fighting emoji argue. It's just like. <laughs> Talk about duality. It was like, on oh, I
2: have, I have an Android, you have an Apple, and that's right. what. I,
1: <laughs> I almost put out a call on my stories on Instagram. I was like, okay, I need an Android user to verify this for me. What does this, what does this look like on your <laughs> okay. phone? I'm an Android. I'm looking Are up identity. To- <laughs> I'll to send know, you like, each of happening? these. Emo-
2: <laughs> you tell me what it looks like on your end oh my gosh (laughs) but it was like it's the most ridiculous thing and you know and the whole thing like Jackie sits there and like I'm gonna make sure that they all listen to me and break up Jackie we spent half the uh, half the season with you fighting a similar fight with Simone. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And right. The, and, and uh, what's her name? Uh, Quad was on Watch What Happens Live and she said mm-hmm. that Jackie and Simone haven't made up at all. They still don't talk I'll to each other. It.
1: Yep. Oh, God. So the, all Man. of that
0: is like not going to work out. They're not talking. It yet. it does crack me up that every now and then Jackie likes to pretend like she is like the fixer of the group and yeah. like she's going to come and have, what was that, a lemon squeeze the first season? Mm-hmm. Like she's, she always tries to do that and it's like Jackie at this point, we don't need that from you anymore. Like you are not that lady. You're not like the grand dame of married to medicine that you need <laughs> to like come and fix these ladies like they will all fix themselves although it was just i do just consider jackie and curtis you know every show has like every reality show has early seasons of reality shows like the hills or laguna beach you always had a friend of that sat down and just asked like lc what was going on that day right? or like that's what whitney was you know in the hills hmm you always had that friend, and I consider Jackie and Curtis are sort of like the, the recappers. Every <laughs> episode, you just have them sitting and having a conversation with each other about what's been going on. Right, but they're not actually providing any entertainment to us it, b- besides like recapping, and that's what I think of Jackie as there. But yeah. overall, mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I wouldn't remove her from the show. Right. I don't like. I don't like Jackie. She was, she,
2: uh, her, her first scene, uh, this particular episode was, you know, they showed them doing different things in their offices yeah. and everything. And she was talking to this woman and like, and you know, I have sent my people over to my patient's house to throw away snacks and take, you know, oh, empty yeah. their pantry. Yeah. I'm like, Jackie, just try, just try sending somebody to my house. What? I'm like, I'm going to pick up my cricket. I'll pick up, pick up my cricket bat and I'll be waiting for whoever wants to come and take my snacks away.
1: That's She's like, become a lot well, more that- conscious too about like what she says on camera, you would think yeah. at least, but Cause remember, yeah. like when the seasons like first start and stuff like that, she would like oh, go back and forth with so Heavenly horrible. about being a dentist, and she yeah. would go back and forth with like her patients about, well, no, you're you're eating too much and you're you're too yes. big and like all this yeah. kind of stuff. It was like stuff you didn't expect, like a reality person to not be conscious about, like in our mm-hmm. society. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. I don't know, but it seems like she's got well until this episode. I thought she had gotten a lot more conscious about it, but.
0: Who knows? <laughs> no, yeah, not. Jackie's always, she's always body shaming people. And I yeah. don't like yeah. that. Because you know what? You, it's one thing to like encourage people to be in shape if you, like even Heavenly, she's also body shamed people in the past. Mm-hmm. But you know, Heavenly is a bigger person that has worked hard to have her body. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jackie is a naturally thin person who has just been thin and it's mm-hmm. easier for her. Right. Yeah. Also, Jackie doesn't enjoy food. So yeah. like, what the fuck do right. I? I'm not going to listen to I mean, look what broccoli. Curtis is cooking her. <laughs> yeah she served broccoli
2: to these mm-hmm. people and it, it oh and God. the whole setup and in the, the dining table and the setup and everything you would think that she would give them some real good food gourmet food and mm-hmm. it was like boiled yeah. broccoli
1: <laughs> no can i just say my favorite it. thing about this episode so this episode yeah. was like top tier like this is what mm-hmm. a reality tv episode Episodes should yes. be. Even with that being said, my favorite part was the preview for next episode with mm-hmm. Quad saying that Toya couldn't even get credit at Z Gallery. <laughs> really? <laughs> like really? I loved it so much. It's so, you don't know I what is going to even... come out of their mouths, and it is just the best thing in the world. Every and then time. there's something
2: something big happens between Anila and Toya.
1: Uh-huh. They
2: finally have a fight that might keep Anila in the
1: show. Because exactly. I think they've been like going back and forth, like in real life, like on social yeah. media, too. Yes. But can yeah. I say, too? I love, I actually, I don't know why I love, but I love. Anila's husband, Kieran. We love him. He is so, like, blunt and direct. And especially, like, you can always tell that, like, he's one moment away from cursing her mom out sometimes. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, okay, yeah. all right. you, you trying at these cameras here. And he's like, I just love how, like, blunt he is about everything. And when she asked him, like, you know we're smart, right? We're the funny ones. We're great. He's like, if you have to argue about who the smart ones are in the group, <laughs> chances are you're all pretty dumb. <laughs> I, like, I just... <laughs> His sense of humor is so funny to me, so I like yeah. having him around. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, we like him more than we like, and yeah, so we like far, him. But more. Although, this was a good episode for, yeah, Ania. I'm thinking she's gonna have yeah. a good,
1: like, impactful second half of the season, so I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. that.
0: I hope so yeah okay I know we're we're gonna wrap up but I do want to add one ask you guys one thing and it is about summer house that I forgot to ask <laughs> so in summer house the second part um preview they showed that Luke is going to break the fourth wall mm-hmm. and then Hannah is going to cry what do you think Kendrick Luke is going to say that uh, was so bad
1: that Hannah has to walk off. stage. It's gotta be something that at least in my mind really diminishes what she quote unquote thought they had. And so I'm thinking he's going to say you were just supposed to be like a, I don't know, maybe a one night stand or something that, that, clung on too long or something like he's got to like phrase it like mm-hmm. really horribly for her to like get super offended so it's got to be something where he just felt like you just were somebody that I couldn't kick out of bed something's like just super like oh, over yeah, the yeah, top yeah, like yeah, that yeah. or something I, it's got to at least in my mind I don't know but I'm looking forward to seeing what it is <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: I think he's gonna say the producers asked us to set up we, I wasn't yes. even supposed to go after you in the first season oh the producers had asked me to yes. go after you I think that's yes, what I and, agree. And this yep. this season they told me to bring Sierra on and that's what I have been doing.
0: Yes, I think that's Ooh. exactly. I think that's exactly. I think Luke is going to say that he carried on
1: this thing with Hannah for the show. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Y'all have me like amp for part two now like i need to know what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> that's way because throw my theory out the window that's way better than what i was gonna say throw that out the yeah. window that's amazing oh my god
0: because i think that's probably the truth
1: yeah i do too that's
0: probably mm-hmm. yeah and if it's not that and if it's just some trick that bravo is doing with like the previews and cutting it up in such a way it I'm doesn't gonna... matter she some still looks up crying, crying, so it's fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
1: Oh, God. That's true. I'm looking forward to it, whatever it is. Oh, my (laughs) God. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kendrick, this was so much fun. I love it here. By the way, guys, I just want to tell you that, Kendrick, you inspired me to consume, and I messaged you about this, to consume eight years of Marvel (laughs) content in six days. Yes. Okay? Were my children fed? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Okay? It's okay. Did I almost
0: lose my job? Maybe. (laughs) But listen, I consumed eight years of Marvel content in <laughs> six.
1: Plus and what did that
0: contain?
2: Like, so eight years of what? Avengers movies?
0: So
1: that's um, probably eight years of yeah, all the Marvel. There were like twenty-three <laughs> movies within that span of time, and now there's <gasps> been two TV shows. So, yeah, she put in some work. <laughs> yeah.
2: Which TV shows are Marvel? Disney Plus
1: now. Yes, like WandaVision and the, the Falcon uh-huh. and the Winter Soldier that like, everyone's yeah, talking yeah, yeah,
0: about. Yeah, that's, that's now. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so full, I did not watch 23 movies, <laughs> but I did I did watch all the movies that I haven't seen. So I had okay. seen like Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I had seen a couple of the Captain Americas and Thor and all that stuff. I would seen a couple of Iron Man, but I had not watched any of the recent Avengers movies. I had watched like the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. And then I, I basically watched... Like Doctor Strange and all the Avengers stuff and Ant-Man and the Wasp and all this stuff. And like you don't understand, it like changed my life. Like, and it sounds so dumb. I I sound like those people that like, I mean, which is who I was. I sound like somebody who read Harry Potter as an adult and was like blown away. Oh my god! By like, and and the thing is, I was an adult that read Harry Potter and was blown away. (laughs) So I always catch on too late to things like this because I'm too busy watching reality TV. Right. So then I finally watch scripted stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. (laughs) So who is your favorite from the Marvel
1: Universe? Oh, so I, I do... In the <laughs> movies, I love Captain America because his movies were just top tier mm-hmm. in the the Marvel Cinematic yeah. Universe.
0: Also, Chris Evans can get it and can,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like love, but like comics, I love always loved the X Men because like I was finally seeing like mm-hmm. people that like just weren't white men as heroes. You were seeing like mm-hmm. a black woman. You were seeing like mm-hmm. purple beast and like all just like all different kind of things that like just didn't have to. You know, you you see kids is dressing up and stuff it's like okay all right you're that you're that. and there wasn't really too much like my only option would have been like blade and that was like rated r when i was like eight years old so it's (laughs) like i can't watch too much of that so but i love like that's like all my stuff that i'm like looking forward to them bringing in
2: i'm gonna age myself by saying who (laughs) i uh, which marvel dc marvel superhero i like okay you will never guess
1: Uh oh okay
2: it's the phantom do you know the Phantom? Do you even know the Phantom?
1: the, Phantom. the
2: original? It? 1936, he's the original superhero. He was and he was partly he was first taken over by DC Comics and then it came to the Marvel universe. And so he's going back and forth. He's the first one that wore um, a tight suit and a mask. (laughs) And he did not have superpowers, he just was, you know, strong and smart, and he (laughs) fought against racism and he lived in Africa, and he fought against poachers, and and he fought for environmental he fought against racism Ooh. you have to look up the Phantom Phantom was the or-
0: original it's coming up there's a movie coming yeah in 1996 Billy Zane played him Yeah, so, there's a movie with Billy Zane and Catherine Zeta-Jones you are not anybody who says thing. DC or Marvel and
2: fights DC or Marvel they haven't started out with the Phantom Phantom <laughs> was both Go back and look, read all about. Oh my god, the ghost ghost who walks that's his nickname. The ghost who walks. Oh man, look at you.
1: you. (laughs) I'm into it. I'm a nerd. What? (laughs) (laughs) What did you expect?
0: I'm a nerd. Of course, I know all this. I'm into it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, um, Kendrick, before we let you go, I want to ask you who would you say is the Thanos of Bravo? (laughs) Oh, who could in one not including Andy, obviously, who could so in one say, snap <laughs>
1: ruin it all for everybody? Oh my God! I think we're gonna see on this All Stars cast that if Kenya Moore wants to ruin things for everyone, she's gonna ruin it for everyone. So she'll oh. just—I think she's gonna mix it up, and you know, I think she—I feel like Kenya is always playing that you know two steps ahead game. So she's like, okay, I'm going here to have fun, but let me see what I can dig up on Ramona. Let me see what I can dig up on you know those New York girls or some. I, She—I think she has a game plan going, yeah. and I'm kind of anxious yeah a, so you know she, can yeah. Ruin, yeah. she can, might she might ruin a life or two but for our entertainment so
0: <laughs> yeah i think that's such a good point i think i agree with you mm. i think kenya Moore. well i always say this kenya Moore is the best villain on bravo yes i
1: she think I,
2: I would have said nini at one point but Oop. now no more at oh. one point, Nini could have ruined everything <laughs> when she was in the height of her power. Yes, she could have ruined
1: everything. She just would yeah. have kept engaging. She could have had a long career mm-hmm. in Bravo, but it kind of felt like she just got mm-hmm. she was bigger than, and you know it was just like all right. <laughs> probably time to go. Yeah. She yeah. had
2: power. Unlike Vicky gunn mm-hmm. Nini actually had power and she let go
1: of it. Yep. Well, yeah.
0: you can catch her on Zeus maybe.
1: <laughs> and I'm all about Zeus right now so I, I'll take it if I can get it.
0: Okay. Between you, Tom, <laughs> Hamlet, and Raven from Bitches Better, I have been very
1: influenced to purchase a Zeus subscription. Can I
0: just tell you? Only if...
1: Yeah. Like I've, I'm almost embarrassed that like we've had Zeus in my house for a while. <laughs> like before the double homicide. Like, we've had it for a we've been actively <laughs> watching like the shows coming out. It's so embarrassing, but like Black China kind of kicked things off with her mess of a show. And then they just like mm-hmm. randomly, they were like, Okay, your mom, Tokyo Tony, we're giving her a dating <laughs> show. And it's like <laughs> Like, what is happening on TV? Like, I'm all about this right now. So I've been like, we've been like actively watching all of this. And it's been the the most glorious mess you could ever imagine.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, Zeus programming to me seems like an amalgamation of like early 2000s flavor of love, rock of love bus manic insanity meets the production value that we have now Mm -hmm. of shows Like, you know, the Kardashians or even love and hip hop. Like, you take all of that and you combine it into one, and they're
1: like, here you go, we're gonna put it on Zeus. It's so funny you say that because anytime someone asks me about Zeus, the first thing out of my mouth is it's literally vh1 on steroids like literally <laughs> if you can if you could put vh1 and like take out the bleeps and uncensor everything voila <laughs> that's what you have it's, it, it, it's <laughs> glorious i can't my sister like made me like she was like okay you've got to watch this i'm like what am i wa- what is this like i'm not paying for zeus but then like after like two months i'm like zeus is the best like investment <laughs> I've ever made in my life. <laughs> We're all about it. So, yes, if you, if you can get, like, a free trial, I'll, like, send you some stuff to watch. I'm like, okay, check out a couple of these and, yeah.
0: Listen, <sighs> listen, I might, we might consider a Zeus membership if only to then do episodes on Zeus content and put it on our Patreon so the money pays back. <laughs> yes. You know, you get the money back for the subscription, the subscription. So that's how we'll do it. But, yes. um, Kendrick, this was a blast. Oh my Honestly, I could keep talking to you so for, like, another fun. hour yes, and a half.
1: I love y'all. <laughs> Go ahead and plug your stuff. Hi everyone! <laughs> I'm <Tim. laughs> I'm the host of the Me and You, the Housewives of Marvel Two podcast. You can find me on all major platforms. You can follow me on Instagram at Housewives Marvel Podcast. If you use the link in the bio, you can find everywhere that I am. I even put an, an occasional playlist on on there every now and then, and. Uh, I drop oh. videos that are just super random, usually Marvel related, but I have a Bravo video coming up this week. So, just all kinds of different content. Follow me. I'm always uh you you'll see me somewhere because I'm always interacting with the Reality Is Pod on. Uh, Instagram. So you find me in the comment section and just hit that follow button.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave Kendrick a five star yes. review. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get we're trying to get Kendrick a hundred reviews. Yes. I crossed over what?
1: ninety. So if y'all just oh, just that's on, very yes. <laughs> exciting.
0: Yeah, come on over. Nice. Give him come those. On. Give him those stars. Yes. But Kendrick, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for having and, me. And uh, no. for our listeners, we, and actually we're recording this on Monday night. Mm-hmm. By the time we release this, it'll be Wednesday. I hope everybody had a lovely Tuesday watching Roni. So yes. everybody, happy Roni yes. premiere week. <laughs> and then next on, uh, on our Saturday show, we will be talking about all things Roni and Housewives. So we'll talk to you guys then. Right. Thanks, Kendrick. Thank you. Bye, i <laughs>